Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Bucks game is over. And now, it's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just like the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes after him. And it just it's really positive to see that be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. How about it, Bucks fans? Hot diggity dog. The Bucks figure out a way to get this thing done today against the Miami Heat without... Giannis, they got it done without Giannis. Giannis had a monster first quarter, goes down with an ankle injury. Looks like he re-sprained that right ankle, wasn't able to play at all in the second half of this game and a majority of the second quarter. And your Milwaukee Bucks win this dang thing 118-115 to over the Miami Heat. What does that mean? That means we got a game five on Tuesday night, a 5.30 tip on Tuesday night. And right back here one more time Tuesday night with the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, uh, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Again, coming up on Tuesday night, game five, one more time. Bucks and Heat, will Giannis be able to play? Will Giannis not be able to play? We're going to have to wait and see. But that right there was pretty amazing. I mean, as a Bucks fan, right, we were kidding that, well, you know, look, they're going to win on Sunday to extend the torture over us Bucks fans, uh, so we got to watch another one on Tuesday. But this, this, this wasn't torture. I, this was enjoyable. It really was. And it was enjoyable because we saw a team again. We saw a team again. This was... The, the biggest team effort that they've probably had since they've been in the bubble, outside of maybe the second half of the one heat game. They're showing Giannis slapping everybody high five as they're walking into the uh, into the locker room and so forth. Uh, not moving, though. Standing still, clapping his hands and uh, slapping uh, hands and so forth. But Chevy MVP of the game. Find out what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevrolet. Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. Clearly, Chris Middleton tonight, right? 48 minutes, 12 of 28 from the floor, 3 of 7 from 3, 9 of 9 from the free throw line, 36 points, 8 boards, 8 assists, 2 steals, 
and just four turnovers in 48 minutes for Chris Middleton. And I realize Chris Middleton was missing shots in the fourth. I get it. But hey, man, they call that dude cash. Y'all can say whatever you want about him and bang on him all the time about how much money he got paid. I didn't want him to get paid all that money either. But that dude stepped up huge to keep this playoff series alive for the Bucs and keeping them alive to fight one more day for the Milwaukee Bucks. I, I want to know, like, how excited are you as a Bucs fan? Are you proud of this team uh, as a Bucs fan? Can you explain to me why this team's intensity seemingly went up once Giannis left? Can you explain to me why all of a sudden the offense looked like what the offense should look like once Giannis was off the floor? Because I'd love to hear all of this, because really, that is what happened. And without Giannis on the floor, all of a sudden now, Bud was okay playing guys more than 35 or 36 minutes. Bledsoe plays 40, Brooke Lopez 42, not getting that overtime, extra five minutes. Brooke Lopez 42, Middleton 48, George Hill was, uh, played 37. Let's hear about it, Bucks fans. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The Bucks get the win. 118 to 115. Let's go inside the box. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. On the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. And see what your favorite players did in today's game. Presented by Autos Wine and Spirits. Locally owned, offering the widest selection of beer, wine, and liquor with everyday low prices at their seven Milwaukee locations. AutosWineAndSpirits.com. All right, Sam Schmitz producing today's show. He'll answer your calls as they come in throughout the afternoon. Mayor Mitch Ross off today. So Sam Schmitz uh, in for Mayor Mitch this afternoon. Mayor Mitch should be back on Tuesday night. See Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Giannis, as we said, heard out with a right ankle sprain. 11 minutes, 8 of 10 from the floor, 1 of 1 from three-point range, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 19 points, 4 boards, 1 steal, 1 block shot, and it was the most aggressive Giannis I've seen uh, the entire playoffs. By far, not even close, the most aggressive I've seen Giannis the entire playoff room. Chris Middleton, 48 minutes, 12 of 28 from the floor, 3 of 7 from 3, 9 of 9 from the line, as I said. 36 points, 8 boards, 8 assists, a couple of steals, and 4 turnovers. Brooke Lopez, 42 minutes, 5 of 11 from the floor, 2 of 5 from 3, 2 of 3 from the free throw line, 14 points, 5 boards, 2 assists, a steal, and 1 block shot. Eric Bledsoe, 40 minutes, 6 of 13 from the field, 0 of 6 from 3-point range, 2 of 3 from the line, 14 points, 10 boards, 6 assists, a block, and 4 turnovers in 40 minutes. Wesley Matthews, 25 minutes, 1 of 4 from the field, all 3-point shots. He had 3 points, 1 board, 1 steal. Played some defense on 1 Jimmy Butler. George Hill, 37 minutes, 5 of 11 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3. 12 points, 5 boards, 3 assists, a couple of steals, and 3 turnovers for him. Dante DiVincenzo, who they decided at the end of regulation, apparently was going to be the guy. Some of us didn't think he even belonged on the court in this series. Uh, 27 minutes, 4 of 7 from the floor, 0 of 2 from 3, 2 of 3 from the free throw line. 10 points, 5 boards, 2 assists, a steal, a block, and 1 turnover. 5 points for Marvin Williams, 17 minutes, 2 of 3 from the floor, 1 of 2 from 3-point range. 5 points, 4 boards, 3 assists, and 1 steal. 
Kyle Korver, five minutes, one of three from the field, one of two from three-point range, three points, two steals for Kyle Korver. Pat Connaughton, 13 minutes, one of two from the floor, zero of one from three. He had two points, four boards, one assist on the night. Bucks shoot 48.9%, the Heat 44.4%, 11 of 35 from three for the Bucks, 17 of 47 for the Miami Heat. Free throw, 17 of 22 for Milwaukee, just 18 of 20 for the Miami Heat. Rebounds, Bucks beat them there 46 to 41. Assists, 25 for the Bucks, 33 assists for the Miami Heat. And turnovers, 15 for Miami, just 12 for your Milwaukee Bucks as they win 118 to 115. And now they get to play Tuesday night. Again, 5.30 tip-off for that one. And I'll be back on the air after that one with the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show once that one is over. Let me hear your thoughts about this, Bucks fans. Why did that intensity all of a sudden pick up without Giannis? Where was it the rest of the series? How about the movement of the offense and how much better they played together as a team once Giannis went off the floor? Where has that been this entire series? I'm just curious to hear your guys' thoughts. And what about Chris Middleton? Are you willing to give him a pat on the butt and say, dude, you saved our playoff-loving lives at this point? I don't know how you can't. How can you not love on Middleton a little bit here? He came up huge tonight. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The fam. Rob, West Side, you're first up on the Picket Save Pro Hoops postgame show. What's up, Rob? Hey, man, thanks for taking my call. Well, you bet. I'm glad Middleton finally started to hear the noise that he's been getting about how he's not a number two because he did play great today. But, you know, I think this is more about, the you know, the Heat losing versus the Bucks winning. You know, a five seed doesn't go on and win eight straight games. I think we knew eventually they were going to drop one, and today would have been the perfect opportunity. As far as how the Bucks played without Giannis, I think it was more that they realized without Giannis there, they actually had to move more. Because generally, they give the ball to Giannis, he drives down, the wall gets created, he dishes it out. So everybody else on the perimeter needs to wait to see what he's going to do. And so I think because he wasn't there, it created more opportunities for movement. The Heat wasn't planning on that, and so we were able to get lucky. But I'm happy they won, but I don't know, man. I think it's going to be over in five. I agree with you, but but thanks for the call. It, what you said about the offense is absolutely correct. Right. They stand around and they watch Giannis, and he goes one on five like he did in the first quarter and does what is what what he does. And then what happens is Bledsoe and Middleton then seemingly aren't nearly as aggressive when he's on the floor. This has been a thing going on for two years now with this Bucks team. We've talked about it a million times. When Giannis isn't on the floor, Middleton and Bledsoe get more aggressive and play more free. When he is on the floor, we don't see that from those two guys. You really don't. You know, Jimmy Butler said that everybody might have a big game. After that first game where he took over, he said, hey, man, next time maybe it's Tyler Hero, who, by the way, hey, man, Whitney's own. I tweeted out, he's not my hero. Ugh. After he hit the, the, the second big three at the end of that game. He's got some clutch in him. Hey, no question about that. Uh, he can play. But... When you look at Middleton and Bledsoe and those guys, once he goes out, I really think there's a sense of, all right, let's go. Like, they all don't think we can win. Everybody thinks we're probably done now that the MVP went out. Let's show them. Got motivated and played. Will Giannis be able to play in two days? No idea. No clue. If Giannis isn't able to play in two days, can the Bucks replicate this intensity and this type of play again Coming up on Tuesday night. We're going to find out if he can't go. 
And if Giannis does go, does the offense get bogged down again, not passing the ball, and everybody standing around watching? I, I just I couldn't be more proud of this Bucks team. I really couldn't. Because leading up to this game, all you heard from the national media pretty much was they're just going to pack it up. It's over. They're going to get out of that bubble. They didn't want to be there anyhow, some of those guys, and they're going to go home, and that's going to be the end of it, and Miami will move on. Nobody saw them playing as hard as they played in this basketball game. Nobody. And it speaks of their character. It speaks of everything. Couldn't be more proud of this Bucks team. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Uh, let's go to Damani and Tosa. You're next on the Pick a Save Pro Hoops postgame show as you broadcast live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studios. What's going on, Spark? What's up, Damani? Man, my man, my man played consistent all game, man. He's been doing the whole series. You can't say he hasn't. Uh, no, he. I mean, well. look, Middleton. Uh, you're talking about Middleton, I'm assuming, but yeah, I mean, Middleton missed shots in the fourth quarter, but he was still aggressive, and and that's really all you can ask for. You know, when he's your best player, and he's clearly the best player when Giannis is out. Just to stay aggressive. Don't quit shooting. Just keep going at it because you're the best chance for this team to score the basketball. But then at the same time, keep the ball movement going. And that's what they exactly. were able to do. Exactly. And I feel like when Giannis always holds the ball up top and the ball just sticks. Like, he doesn't right. pass it. So, like, so, so right now, it's up to Bud to change that whole offense because the, first, the, the previous three games, it's not going to work, bro, if you don't change that offense. Now, I, I, I don't disagree with you on that, and that's something that they're going to have to try and figure it out at this point going forward. But I, I think part of it, though, is the – I don't know if it's respect level or uh, reverence they have for Giannis of kind of this is his team, let's just watch him do what he does and get out of the way as much as it is the offense itself. I understand that, but if you want them to advance to the finals or at least – the next round, you have to change up. I agree. It's about adjustment. I make adjustments. I do not disagree. Thanks for the call. Uh, more than welcome your calls here. Let's talk and be proud of this Bucks team. Let's be happy about this Bucks team. Uh, and then talk to me about uh, how their intensity level picked up and how much better the ball moved uh, once Giannis uh, went out. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM. The fan. Mike on the south side. You're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. With me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. What's you know, up? You know, Sparky, I appreciate taking the call. You know, this is why I love this. Because you, you put stuff in my mind and it changes my narrative. I had three pages that they lost. Well, one of them was, all your calls would have said, trade Giannis, fire the coach, trade Middleton. Calm down. They're not going to do that. They went to, one guy called and said, trade Devon Ant. Well, you know, I'm grateful for the win. But the one thing that stood out, and I'll, I'll be quick, when Devani Adams went out for the Packers, they did better. Am I correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Isn't offense played better weird? for certain. But he's a really good player. He's an MV- he back-to-back MVP, we think. did better. Uh, but, yeah, they're, Giannis is not going anywhere. People are going to – if they – well, you – you won the pool. I said one out of ten that they win. You said six. Yep. But if they lose Tuesday, just get ready because it. Now, Houston, if Houston beats the Lakers, are they going to trade LeBron? 
No. Are they going to fire the coach? Well, you never know about that. Maybe, because they got Jason Kidd. There's Kidd right behind him. Everybody's been suspecting that whole time that they've been waiting to give Kidd that job. Yeah. Well, hey, could somebody at Robert's meet for me tonight? Have a good one. All right, take care. Yeah, ribs on a stick from Robert. That's a beautiful thing. The other thing that's a beautiful thing is Wendy's. When the Bucks win, you win with Wendy's new breakfast, and they finally won a game in this series, which means tomorrow morning – at Wendy's, you win. Do not forget, when the Bucks win, stop by any participating Wisconsin Wendy's for a free sausage or baked biscuit or a free small frosty chino with any breakfast purchase. This offer is only good for 24 hours after each Bucks win, so act fast. When the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. The Bucks come up with a victory 118 to 115, asking you a couple of simple questions. Why did the intensity pick up? And why did this offense suddenly change once Giannis went off the floor? I think it's just a conversation you have to have. Like, where was this when Giannis was on the floor? Where was the intensity? Where was the ball movement? Where was everything when Giannis was out there? And Giannis had a huge first quarter. Huge. At 14 points in the first quarter, it was a one-man wrecking ball bowling over people. He was the man in the first quarter. But then when he goes out... There was a change, a dramatic change with this Bucks team. Let's continue to talk about that. 118-115 Bucks over the Heat game five Tuesday night at 5:30. We'll be right back here on the air with the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North here on the fan. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, it is the Pickett's Air Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. See Sparky Pfeiffer here. You there want to hear from you. I always say the same thing. When they lose, everybody wants to bash them. When they win, it's normally crickets. People don't really want to call in and say positive things about their team. They only want to call in and say bad things about their team. And I have an example of this. Not from a caller standpoint, but from a Twitter standpoint. I'm going to read you a tweet coming up. A guy going after me on Twitter and uh, see what everybody thinks about this. Let's eye up the enemy. A Bucks 118-115 to 115 win over the Miami Heat. Uh, leading the way for the Miami Heat tonight uh, was Bam Adebayo. Just absolutely unstoppable. 10 of 13, 26 points, 12 boards, 8 assists, a steal, and 1 turnover in 44 minutes. He played the most minutes of anybody on the Miami Heat team. Uh, and finally, Goran Dragic finally slowed down. Finally. One of nine from three tonight for Dragic. He ended up with 17 points there. Duncan Robinson, 6-12 to 12 from three. You knew he'd get going eventually. 20 points for him. Jimmy Butler, 17 points. Really didn't hurt you uh, at really all that much. 39 minutes. Jay Crowder only played 31 minutes. But my God, 6-12 of 12 from three-point range. 18 points. All five starters in double figures for them. Tyler Hero... Didn't do much of anything until the last two threes, uh, and he ends up with 11 points, four boards, and four assists, three turnovers, and 33 minutes. But again, it really wasn't a factor in that game to the very end of the basketball game when, I guess you could say, kind of mattered most in desperation time uh, for the Miami Heat. I had said that uh, earlier that, you know, everybody, when they lose, everybody wants to slam everybody. 
uh, when they win, nobody ever wants to give credit. Nobody ever wants to to pat their favorite team, whether it be the Packers or the Bucks or the Brewers. They never want to call up and say, "Man, that was a great game, man. I'm proud of my guys." That that's just something for whatever the reason. And I don't, I don't know if it's a Milwaukee thing or if it's just a sports fans thing, but that's kind of how it's always been, at least in this market since I've been doing this show and the Brewers show as well that I did with Tim for a decade, and. It's no different today. Uh, let's take a look at Twitter, courtesy of Yuppian Abraham. Injured, call Yuppian Abraham. Voted best, rated best, year after year. Yuppian Abraham. Visit Yuppie.com today. Connect with them on Facebook and on Twitter. So here is a tweet from Question All. And the Twitter account is at CenterRight20. And he tweets at the... Oh, I'm assuming it's a he. Could be a she. Uh, tweets at the fan, says, Is what I'm hearing a joke? Quote, couldn't be prouder of how hard they played. Who could have expected that? End quote. Then this person says, I'll tell you what I did. From game one, round one. Not game four of round two. I mean, with nothing, I mean, with nothing about Bud has changed, but let's blow smoke up everyone's bleep. Okay. Let me explain something. And I understand that not everybody's going to get this. And I'm okay with not everybody getting this. They could have rolled over, folded up the tent, packed their bags, got on a plane, come back to Milwaukee. When their MVP, the league's MVP, goes down, you're down three games to zero. Nobody, not one person, would have said a word about it. If they would have got blown out by 20 after Giannis went out, everybody would have said, well, yeah, Giannis goes out. What do you expect to happen? That's what would have been said. That's what would have been said, and that would have been the end of it. But I don't think anybody, including the Miami Heat, thought they were going to get a fight the way they did from this Bucks team. Now, maybe this person on Twitter was tweeting out, all right, Giannis is out. They're going to win now. They're going to really play hard now that Giannis is out. Maybe that person was tweeting that, saw it coming, called it out. Maybe. Don't know. I'm not going to go stalk his Twitter timeline to see if he was tweeting it out or not. But I didn't see a lot of confidence on social media when Giannis went out that they were going to win this game. I didn't see a lot of, well, they're going to win this game. They may win Tuesday, too, without Giannis. I didn't see any of that stuff. The only person who may have been thinking that would have been Leroy Butler because he's the most positive person walking the face of the earth. Outside of Leroy Butler, who's also a huge Chris Middleton fan, outside of Leroy Butler, I doubt anybody else was on that bandwagon. So you want to come at me because I'm proud of them for showing hard and fighting hard and finishing this game and winning this game without the MVP, then be mad at me. I'm fine with that. Can live with that with no problem. Head held high. You be better and you be miserable the rest of the night. Enjoy yourself. I uh, got another tweet here from, uh, I don't even know what this says. Silver and Reynolds Kool-Aid dealer. Okay, whatever. Uh, tweets at the fam. They showed heart. This is what I wanted the whole time. Show me heart. I couldn't be more proud to be a Bucks fan. Uh, and then in parentheses, and I was furious last game and ripping them. Uh, that tweet comes in at 105.7 FM, the fan. You can tweet us as well. I, I just, I don't know, man. Maybe it's me and that person that are proud of this team. Maybe it's me and that person that are, are good with how this thing played out. Again, I just, I don't know. I don't know what you all expected to happen. Maybe you all saw this coming that, well, once Giannis goes out, they're going to win for sure. I mean, this this thing is over. They're, Middleton's just going to go off and they're going to win and that's going to be the end of it. 
And not only that, not only did they go off and they win, Middleton showed you values of being a leader. That DiVincenzo thing, which there's no way, no how I ever would have suggested or ever would have wanted at the end of the game, DiVincenzo misses the free throw, he hits the second, they're walking off, and you see Middleton put his arm around him, rub his head, talk to him as they go back to the bench. Leadership. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. That's what you want. It's exactly what you want. Again, maybe I'm by myself. Maybe I'm the only one happy and proud of this team, but I'll deal with it if I am. Mike in St. Francis, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Good afternoon, Mike. Good afternoon, Spark. I'm with you. I'm I'm, I'm proud. I thought they were going to lay down and die once Giannis yep. went down. Especially Middleton. I mean, the guy the guy just gets ripped. It, it's amazing when you're kept on the court and you are the focal point instead, you know, you need, I hate to put a little negative spin, but when you're, when you are not put in places to, when your coach does not a scheme up designs to get you more involved on a regular basis, that's when Middleton disappears in games. I, my hat's off to Wes Matthews too, and a great job he did on, on Butler in the fourth and in overtime. Didn't score, but, man, what a defensive job he did. Right, and that's exactly it. And at one point, you look up, and he's not out there, and I tweeted out, has anybody seen Wes Matthews asking for a friend? I mean, seriously. And then he came in, I don't know, within 30 to 60 seconds of me tweeting that out on the fan account. Uh, he came back into the ball game. They have to continue to use him. They just do. They they have to continue to go to him. Uh, thanks for the call. And I, I'll say something else. You know, early in this game, Mark Jackson pointed out uh, about Giannis Raising his arm at one point in the fir- in the fourth in the first quarter, I should say, wanting to come out, and then him and Van Gunny had this whole conversation about wanting to come out. And look, man, you come talking to me about coming out, I'm just roll my eyes and walk away, figure it out, like figure it out and play through it. And then the defense was, well, you know, he plays really hard. He's attacking one on five. But I, I mean, maybe I'm crazy here, but I'm sorry. I mean, when you when you're that. You got to keep going. I mean, you're the leader of the team. You're the MVP. You can't be begging out like that if that's what was going on. Raising his hand, they never showed it on TV, but Mark Jackson said he saw it. I mean, that you can't have that. I mean, he he's got to be able to play through it. I mean, unless his ankle was going to fall off and was he was in a lot of pain, and that was the reason. Fine. If it was, I'm out of shape, and I, you know, this is too much. Can't have that at this point. You just can't. And then. Especially when you look at how this whole thing played out with Middleton ending up with 48 minutes. I mean, that's, that's a lot of minutes. Lowry had, what, 46 the other night in, what was it, game three or whatever for the Toronto Raptors? So th- those are a lot of minutes. Got to have your guys in there as long as possible. Eric tweets at 105.7 FM, the fan. I think that was the best game of the year. With the MVP going out, they could have said, screw this and let's pack it up. Very proud of this team. And you should be too, Sparky. That's Eric tweeting at 105.7 FM, the fan. And I am Eric. Yes, I am. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, on the fan. 
All right, Bucks get the win, one eighteen to one fifteen today over the Miami Heat. Middleton, the star, thirty six points, eight boards, eight assists, couple of steals. Four of the five end up in double figures for the Bucks. The only one not Wesley Matthews, but again, his game uh, and every game going forward will be all about his defense on Jimmy Butler in the end of the day. And Butler ended up with seventeen points uh, on the night for the Miami Heat. Defensive play of the game picked out by. Our one and only Sam Schmitz. Tyler Hero lost the handle and stolen by George Hill. Middleton's jumper puts it in. Tie game again. Middleton now with 29. There you go. Defensive play of the game uh, again. Uh, and I, when you talk about this basketball team, and that, by the way, courtesy of uh, ABC. When you talk about this basketball team going now into the next game, from a mindset standpoint, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Even though it took you overtime in order to beat this Heat team, to do it without Giannis is okay. Because now if Giannis can play, for whatever the reason, in Game 5, you still have the confidence of, hey, look, we beat these guys without Giannis last game, and we can beat them without Giannis the next game as well. Now, I, I'm not saying they're going to come back and win this series. I'm not going to say that. But I think you feel better about yourself mentally with a day off tomorrow that you can get the job done in a game five uh, in the next setting. Remember, there is no crowd. There is no travel. There is no getting on planes. None of that stuff. None of that exists. I'll get your thoughts after this one tonight, Bucks fans. Talking about the intensity level that picked up. Talking about the fact that this offense moved the ball more without Giannis. And talking about being proud as a Bucks fan that this team just didn't roll over and play dead after Giannis went out. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fan. All right, so the Bucs get a victory here tonight, 118-115 over the Miami Heat. Couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier. So now you get game five Tuesday night. You avoid getting swept and completely embarrassed in this whole thing. So that's good. And hopefully Giannis will be okay and ready to play by Tuesday. I haven't seen anything yet because obviously I've been doing the show and haven't been necessarily stuck on Twitter looking at everything. So Sam Schmitz is uh, taking care of that other side of the glass to see if uh, we missed anything here. But I'm assuming it'll be a game-time decision for Giannis would be my guest coming up on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, and then we'll see what happens. But man, oh man, Chris Middleton was the story tonight. 36 points, 8 boards, 8 assists, a couple of steals. 19 points for Giannis in limited time, only 11 minutes. He had 14 first quarter points before he hurt his ankle uh, and was forced to leave and uh, not come back. The are you kidding me moment of the game for me has to be this. Bledsoe to Middleton. Middleton's got hero on him. Middleton for three. Bang! Chris Middleton from downtown. And the Bucks go back up by four. 34 from Middleton with 6.3 remaining here in overtime. Again, that was a tough shot. I mean, Tyler here was up on him. That wasn't a wide open corner three or anything of the sort. That was a tough basketball shot that he hit there. Uh, and that was that's why it was an are you kidding me moment of the game. It was a tough shot. It was a clutch shot by a guy they nicknamed Cash. And Cash was big in the clutch there. 
Michael and Oconomowoc, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, uh, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. What's up? Hey, this is uh, Mike Collin. I just want to say it was fun watching the competition, getting sports hopefully back into being normal again. Um, this Miami team is kind of blows away the idea that you have to have a superstar on your team. I mean, they're all a bunch of B-plus players, and it's sort of this idea that you have to have two superstars, and it's like they have all these good players, and it's just impressive. And then the last thought is, I'm hoping this is like the WWF, the drama. We're down all three. Doesn't look like he's going to have any fight. We come back and we pull off a crazy comeback. Well, that would be a crazy comeback. But again, it's 2020. I mean, all the crazy stuff that's happened this year, I guess anything would be possible at this point. Uh, but, but again, to do it without Giannis, that is just, I don't know. I'll call it amazing at this point. And for Middleton, who gets banged down about how much money he makes and everything else, and he's not worth it, he stepped up and showed in in spurts he can play like a one. Yeah. No question. Michael, thanks for the call. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM. The fan will be here uh, for quite some time here. Uh, Let's see. I got one here from uh, D. Krause. So many damn haters on this thread. The dude is in the NBA playing well in the playoffs, making a ton of money and enjoying his life. But you guys are mad because he didn't want to go to Wisconsin and play in a 1950s-style offense. Pathetic. DK uh, responding to Tyler Hero. I could care less than he to play at Wisconsin. Don't come at me about it. I don't. Doesn't matter at all. Not my hero because he's not on my team hitting that shot. To clarify my tweet from earlier, who said he's not my hero. Ugh. Yeah. That was in response to his second three at the end of that game. I don't care that he went to Kentucky. Whatever. Get the best deal you can get. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Neil in Detroit. You're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show, driven by Mercedes-Benz in Milwaukee North. So we broadcast live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. What's up? Hey, Sparky. Nice to talk to you again. Yeah, thanks hey, for calling first back. First of all, you bet. First of all, kudos to the boys for stepping up defensively is where I believe the key is. However, I have to say this, and I told your screener the same thing. The Heat shot 47 threes. We all know they're going to pop from three. Jay Crowder shot six of 12. Here's my question for you. On those 12, not just the ones he made, how many of those do you think there was a buck within five to eight feet of him? I cringe when I see they, they stepped it up in the second half. But my goodness, wide open three after wide open three. I, I just start thinking everyone's going to make it. Doesn't matter who, even that, that none. He even made some threes because he's wide he open. Played, you know something? That kid was so good earlier in the year, and he just kind of self destructed by the end of the season. He really did. And then none was a really, really good player early in the year. Uh, and since they got into the postseason, he just looks lost at times for them. Well, and, and so. <laughs> From that, if they want to make history, and it is 2020, so anything's Poland, possible. One, 139, you never know. Yep. The last thing, real quick, Sparky, when when uh, Eric Bledsoe pulls up from three, I don't care if it's while it's happening or before, I'm saying to my TV, no, 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 no. But see, I hope he hears me pretty soon. Do you know what's <laughs> funny about that? Because somebody else uh, made a comment about Bledsoe on that pull up three, and I said, it's no different than when Giannis shoots a three. I mean, it's it's yeah. the exact same reaction. I hate when he shoots threes. 
If I, if it were me, I'd be Jason Kidd. Don't shoot him. Just don't. Yeah. That's not your game. Learn how to play in the post a little bit better, a, attack, and hit a mid-range jumper. The problem is he can't hit a three, and he can't hit a mid-range jumper. That's that's kind of the issue with Giannis. Well, yeah, and, and for Bledsoe, there was one in the game where they even mentioned it on TV. He pulled up, and it had to have been about five seconds into the Correct. offensive set, yep. and he just whipped it up there. Holy smoke. Yeah, Van yeah. Gundy right away says, you know, we don't need to be doing those pull-up threes. Run your offense. And I totally yeah. agree, but that's the let-it-fly mantra uh, of Budenholzer to a certain degree. Neil, thanks for calling, man. We'll talk to you Tuesday night. Hey, you bet. Take care. There he is, Neil in Detroit, uh, listening on his Radio.com app. The last time we talked, Neil was outside with a fire going and uh, enjoying watching uh, his Bucks play. Over there in Detroit. Let's go to Mike in Pewaukee. You're next on the Pickett Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show with me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. What's up, Mike? Hey, Sparky. Uh, uh, this is the second time I've called in the show in all these years. Uh, but you know, I I, <laughs> I really berated the Bucks and Coach Bud uh, the other night. But as everybody else has said, man, you really got to give it to to the to the bench and to the the rest of the starters. I mean, they. I thought they were going to mail it in when Giannis went out. I really did. I thought, no, this is going to be ugly. Well, I mean, they showed tough and grit, you know, and, you know, I, the other night I was saying there's no way they're going to be the first team to uh, to break that uh, coming back from an 0-3. I mean, it's possible. I still don't think it's going to happen, but I was just happy to see that the Bucks, you know, got some backbone and said, we're not going out this way. I mean, you know, uh, and I'm sure they did do it for Giannis, and, you know, to to uh, say, hey, we're not going to let it go down like this with you getting sure. injured. We're going to give you another chance. Hopefully he can come back Tuesday. Uh, man, I, I'm i still not going to back down from what I think about Coach Bud. But, you know, hey, if they, if they go all the way to the championship, well, we'll forget about all that. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I, we'll see how this whole thing plays out uh, going forward. Mike, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. And you can dial in as well as he gets off, 414-799-1250. Uh, Dan tweets at the fan, how can a team get better with the alleged league MVP sitting out? He says he doesn't deserve the second MVP, plain and simple. Mm, no, Dan, I, you and I will disagree about that. He He was probably the most dominant player in the league throughout the season. He really was. LeBron got on a run there in the second half of the season, but he was that guy all year long, averaging 30 points, dominating on the boards, plus he won defensive player of the year. And you can have your conversation about he's not Michael, he's not Kobe, you know, he's not a guard. No, he's not. He's not a traditional center like Shaq or anything like that. He's Giannis. Like, there is no comparison. Like, we can sit here all day and talk about who is he? Who is he? There isn't one. He's it. And do you know what's going to happen? People, 20, 30 years from now, when the players come along, they'll be going, oh, he's just like Giannis. He's the next Giannis. That's what they're going to be saying. Like, people say, he's the next Kobe. He's the next Michael. He's the next LeBron. Because they kind of broke the mold a little bit when they came around, when they did what they did. Giannis broke the mold again. He's different. He doesn't have a jumper. He's trying and trying and trying, working and working and working, but it's just not happening. But he can still dominate even without it. And just because he doesn't have a jumper does not mean he does not deserve to win the most valuable player award. Two years running. We don't even know if he did. 
everybody on TV is acting like he did, like they all know. Maybe they did. We have no idea when the MVP is getting announced because the NBA keeps every award apparently this year in the bubble a secret because there is no specials award show to do. But at least now, at least now, because the NBA was looking kind of kind of shabby there for a second because there was a distinct possibility if the Bucks lose today and they give out the MVP on Tuesday or Wednesday and the MVP is already out of the playoffs, yeah, probably wouldn't look so good. Now at least they can give out the MVP on Tuesday afternoon and then hopefully Giannis plays on Tuesday night after the award. Hopefully. We'll see how that works. Uh, okay, if you want to jump aboard, let's uh, hear about it. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, uh, the fan. Got some updates coming from Malika Andrews. Giannis walked towards the bus wearing a protective boot on his right ankle. Matt Velasquez, who will join us in a little bit. A boot is generally protocol. The goal is always to be cautious and protect players in situations like this one. But the optics still don't bode well for Giannis playing in game five. Yeah, I would agree. If you're in a boot to play two days later, it's probably a tough ask when you have to run as much as they do uh, in the game of basketball. All right, coming up next, we'll hear from Bucks head coach Mike Bootenhoser. Straight ahead, Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Bucks beat the Heat 118-115. to They next play Tuesday night, 5.30 tip. We'll be on the air immediately following that one here on The Fan. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit schneiderjobs.com. Or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, on the fan. All right, so the Bucks get the victory this afternoon over the Miami Heat, 118-115, riding the... Back of Chris Middleton, 12 of 28 from the floor, 3 of 7 from th- uh, 3, 9 of 9 from the line, 36 points, 8 boards, 8 assists. Blood, so 14, 10, and 6. Giannis played 11 minutes, and as you just heard, uh, left the stadium in a boot. He finished with 19 points, 14 of those coming in the first quarter, and the Bucks were able to still get the win uh, with Giannis uh, in the basketball game. A huge, huge win for the Bucks. Next up, Tuesday night, 5.30 tip. We'll be back on the air following that one. All right, let's hear from Coach Budenholzer after this one. Well, we've got to start with Chris Milton, I think. I mean, can you just talk about the performance from him, particularly after Giannis goes down? I mean, we don't see you guys often ride a player like that, but right through late in the fourth quarter in the overtime, it was all him. Yeah, Chris was phenomenal. Um, you know, he's such a, a great player, makes big shots, make big decisions. Um, you know, and I thought guys stepped up around him. You know, Brooke, Dante, Vlad, uh, George, all those guys made enough plays around Chris. So, um, but certainly the ball was in Chris's hands a lot. He did a lot of great things. Eric, name. Uh, speaking of that, there's also the pass he makes to Dante. There's also the pass he makes out of some of those double teams. What do you think of him? not necessarily just shooting it every time, but being able to make the right play in those moments. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the great thing about Chris. You know, I think he sees the court, he reads it, um, you know, he plays unselfishly. And I think I, I think there's a skip pass to Wes, you know, at one point, you know, just on an overload. And he sees it and makes great passes, um, you know, as a 6'8 guy that can shoot, score, pass. 
Um, that's what you need. Um, and he stepped up for us big. What about Dante and Brooke both hitting big free throws there late? Yeah, no, it was, you know, it was great. The Dante's drive out of the corner, Chris gives it up against, you know, the, the shifts and the pressures and, uh, you know, Dante makes a quick decision out of the corner, drives it, gets fouled, um, you know, gets to the line, makes one and, and then Brooke, you know, um, uh, making the two to, to make it a four point separation. And Chris really, you know, making free throws, um, you know, all of them were great. Matt Velasquez. You know, Bud, talking about Dante's free throws, you know, what's it say about your guys, the way that they kind of rallied around him and picked him up uh, after, you know, splitting those free throws late? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it just speaks to the togetherness of the team, the leadership on the team. You know, I think just for him to, to make a decisive move, to drive it, get to the line, um, you know, I think that's, you know, that's what you're looking for your players to do. Um, make plays, be aggressive, and Dante was did that. And you know, I think his players uh, or his teammates responded to him, and um, it's what you need. Eric, name. I'm sure you're not going to love a 40 point third quarter, but what do you think about the defense tightening up there in the fourth quarter in overtime? Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's pretty amazing to go from I think 40 to 19, you know, and. Uh, a lot of credit to Miami. They got they got a lot of shot makers. Um, you know they make tough threes. They take a lot of threes. Um, we just got to keep making it hard on them. Keep competing. Keep fighting. Keep finding a way. Um, you know we can just get a little bit better um, each game. Sam Amick. Anything you can share on Giannis uh, for Game Five? But also, was it seriously considered at all for him to come back in this one? Uh, you know, as far as for game five, you know, they're evaluating him now. Um, you know, he'll get treatment uh, through the night, and uh, we'll just see how he does over the next 24, 48 hours. And uh, no, there was no consideration about him coming back today. David La Gazzetta. Hey, Coach, staying on Giannis, can you share with us what happened on the bench when, when you saw him go down, uh, his decision to, you know, get back to shoot the free throws? Yeah, I mean, you know, you just, you feel for Giannis, he, you know, it's, I hope it's not lost what he did in those first 10 or 12 minutes, uh, you know, on a, on an ankle that is not, you know, fully a hundred percent. He was phenomenal to start the game and um, gave us a huge boost. Um, you know, I think they threw a big punch early and Giannis was able to keep us afloat. Um, and when he went down, you know, all our hearts just, you know, they stopped for a second. Uh, as far as him staying in, shooting the free throws, if, if there's any chance of him being able to come back, which there wasn't, he's got to shoot the free throws and, and take a foul and then take him to the back. So, you know, um, at that point, you just don't know if there's even a possibility. So you got to leave yourself that window and he shot the free throws. Uh, one more to Kane Pittman. Yeah, but just on uh, Middleton tonight, I mean, I, I think I'm not even sure if he's played more minutes than that in, he, in his career, 47 minutes. Is this just necessity? Obviously, Giannis goes down. I, I know the other day you sort of spoke about that 35, 36-minute limit. Uh, what was sort of uh, the process of, of playing him uh, that, that much? Obviously, you need to. I mean, you know, Giannis is down. It's, it's uh, you know, a game that, you know, we got to win this. And so part of the reason you – try and keep the guys fresh and you kind of do everything all through the years so that, you know, when you need them this time of year, you can push them a little harder. So, um, and Chris is very unique. He's just, uh, he's got a way about him. Um, 
he wanted to play. Um, he asked to stay in the game, and you know we just rode him. So you know we're going to need a lot of him um, in Game Five. You know he's going to have to start doing his recovery and ice pass and all that. As a team, we got to start getting ready for Game Five. Uh, that's where our mindset's got to be. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, the Bucks get the win tonight, uh, or this afternoon, I guess you could say, over the Miami Heat, 118-115. to 115. Injury reports all about Giannis uh, at this point. Uh, and as we stated earlier, Malika Andrews saying that Giannis walked towards the bus wearing a protective boot on his right ankle. Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, who joined us here in about five minutes, says a boot is generally protocol. The goal is always to be cautious and protect players in situations like this one. But the optics still don't bode well for Giannis uh, playing in game five. So got a couple of days. They don't play till 530 on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, so we'll see how this one plays out. Let's go in the locker room and hear from the star of this game, Chris Middleton. We're heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Brought to you by the Granville Business Improvement District. The Granville Connection is opening soon. Go to granvillebusiness.org to see how your small business can be a part of it. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. All right, so the year of Milwaukee Bucks get the job done, advance the game five. Chris Middleton, as I said, the star of the basketball game for certain. 36 points, eight boards, eight assists, a couple of steals on 12 of 28 shooting, three of seven from three-point range, nine of nine from the free throw line. And this is what Chris Middleton had to say after the basketball game. Hey, Chris. Uh, obviously, a, a big night for yourself. Can you just talk us through the fourth quarter and overtime? I know sometimes... People have spoke about you as, as sometimes being too unselfish and, and down the stretch, it really looked like you wanted the ball, you wanted to be taking those shots. It was nice for me to take my shots. I mean, um, I just want to get the ball in certain positions. Um, just, you know, um, I guess play through me. I mean, um, I thought guys did a great job of, you know, cutting, um, finding open areas for everybody to be aggressive, not just myself. Um, probably several a couple of times, but I thought for the most part, we all try to do the right thing out there. Matt Velasquez. You know, Chris, what's going through your mind in the second quarter when Giannis goes down with the injury? And then what's the conversation like at halftime when you guys, I'm guessing, learn uh, that he's not going to be coming back, at least today? Uh, we know he's laying down on the line out there for us. Um, his ankle is already in bad shape. And he still went out there in the first quarter. The minutes that first and second quarter, however long he was out there, he gave it his all. Um, and as a team, you can do nothing but respect your teammate for giving us all out there. So um, we have to have this back tonight. Hopefully we'll have him back again for the next game. Um, but if not, we still have to play hard as, hard as we can. we got to fight every night to keep on playing. Eric Name. Chris, can you take me through that final three you hit with 6.3 or whatever was left? Because it looks like Bledsoe cuts through and then the double comes and you still rise up. What did what did you see on that play that led to you taking up and rising that shot? Um, you know, try to want a bed to go through. So maybe I get in with a backdoor cut or find some type of gap or spacing. Um, once I saw the double team, I knew I didn't have enough time. 
to really make a play. So I was just rise up and try to shoot it. Thankfully, it went down. One thing you mentioned was getting to your spots. It feels like that could be pretty difficult when it's Jay Crowder, Jimmy Butler, Andre Iguodala for 48 minutes, literally, because you played 48 minutes tonight. Like, What is that battle like to get to those spots and to go kind of head-to-head with those three all night? I mean, just playing through the offense. I mean, it's not necessarily, you know, trying to go one-on-one to those spots. It's playing through the offense. I think um, guys saw, you know, spots or advantages we could take take advantage of in certain situations. Um, but that's all just playing through the offense and playing with each other. Zora Stevenson. Chris, you played a lot of minutes tonight. As a collective group, you all willed your way to a victory. So now what do you do between today and Tuesday to refill the tank both physically and mentally? Rest. I mean, I think our main thing is, uh, you know, guys got to stick to their routines. Um, you know, it's been tough down here playing every other day since we've been down here, basically. Um, but I think guys have done a great job of trying to take care of their bodies, staying fresh, um, getting their lifts in and, you know, shots or whatever it is uh, to be ready to play. So we've got to continue to do that. Eve McGargy. We saw on the TV camera showed Giannis in the locker room kind of congratulating each of you after the game. Just what was that scene like and anything he kind of said to you afterward just in terms of the congratulation? It's a teammate. He knows what it's like to go out there and give it, give it his all, um, whether he's out there or not. So, I mean, that just shows that, you know, he's a good, complete teammate. Um, he's one of the, he is one of the stars of this league. The MVP should be back-to-back. Back. He's still, um, you know, a teammate, a great teammate at that. Jeff Zilgit. Chris, you guys are down 192. You don't have Giannis there in the fourth quarter. Uh, I know you're a prideful group, but, you know, what do you sort of draw from within at, at that point to try to extend your season um, and, and get the victory? I came down to, you know, getting stops, um, defending, playing through the screens, grabbing those loose balls, the 50-50 balls that they have been getting. And then on the offensive end, just slowing down and executing our offense, uh, getting the best look without rushing, having, you know, bad possessions or bad turnovers or whatever. And then just a quick follow-up, is, is that sort of composure? Is that just something that has developed over the course of the past couple seasons or longer? Uh, I mean, I think we're a veteran group. I mean, I think the first three games or whatever, we did a bad job, you know, basically down the stretch, you know, letting them rush us, forcing to bad possession with this game. We just slowed down, uh, made sure we got what we wanted each time down the court. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, Bucks get the win over the Miami Heat today, 118-115. Next game, 5.30 tip Tuesday afternoon. I'll be right back here again Tuesday night with the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Uh, joining us now is Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I don't know if you saw this tweet or not from about 15 minutes or so ago, but I just saw it. Adrian Warjanowski of ESPN saying, 
After leaving game four, Giannis was encouraging the Bucs to tape up his right ankle and let him go out and return, but he couldn't plant or jump off the sprain per sources around the Bucs. Many didn't expect he could play today. No one dares to rule him out yet for game number five. That speaks a lot about uh, Giannis, Matt Velasquez. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's not somebody who, who wants to be out. Uh, my colleague at the Journal Sentinel, Lori Nichols, she wrote a column uh, today that, that basically said if Giannis is in a full body cast, he'd still, still say he's okay and like ready to go and he wants to be out there. I mean, that's, that's, just, that's just who he is. So, you know, I, I always thought there was a chance like that, that he could come back up until halftime when the Bucks said that he, he wasn't coming back. Uh, and even then, I know that that's them saying, you cannot come back. You are not allowed. We won't let you. Um, and, and we'll see what happens for Tuesday. I, I don't think it looks good for him to play on Tuesday, but um, you, you never know. You know, the other thing is Giannis has a monster first quarter there, scores 14 points in the first. It was by far, I thought, the most aggressive Giannis has looked in this postseason. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he was a monster out there. Uh, he he was going for it. I think, you know, maybe in the back of his mind, he knew a bunch of his teammates said that, like, yes, like he was playing on an ankle that was already hurt. Um, and, you know, they, they, they knew that he, you know, was, was dealing with pain and struggling, you know, with that. Um, and I think he knew that to an extent. It was like, you know what, I'm just going to go as hard as I possibly can uh, for as long as I can uh, and try and set a tone. And he did that. Um, you know, the, the 19 points in less than 12 minutes is, is not easy to do. Uh, especially when you know Miami knows exactly where he wants to go and what he wants to do, and he still you know in, you know, exercised his will uh, no matter what they did. So it was obviously a huge bummer to see him go out. He did, but those those 12 minutes, I think it was Bud after the game who said like, hey, like don't forget what happened in those minutes because you know, he still ended up being the Bucks' second leading scorer. Talking with Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel here on the Fan. Chris Middleton got paid a lot of money. Everybody likes to criticize Chris Middleton because he got paid a lot of money and they want him to play at a different level than maybe he's capable of playing. But tonight he stepped up and played at a high level of 36 points, 8-8, eight and eight, and played 48 minutes, which I'm guessing gave Bud a coronary having a player play that many minutes. Yeah, unless you're like Tim Frazier, like playing that many minutes is, is, is usually not cool with Bud. Um, you know, but Chris was, was like fantastic. Like you can't really say anything else about it. Like he, he made the big plays when the Bucks needed him to, you know, he was huge in that third quarter. Uh, he didn't score in the fourth quarter, but his passing was important. But he was still aggressive though. He He didn't quit shooting. That that last free throw. Yeah. But for me though, it's sometimes when a guy starts missing a couple of shots, he goes into a shell and quits. He didn't quit shooting necessarily. He still was aggressive. He just wasn't making them. Yeah, no, he was he was still going for it, and he was still making the right play. And then in overtime, he was like, "Hey, you know what, guys, I got this. Yep. Like, let let me handle this. Let me take it to the end." Um, and and he did that. You know, he, I mean, I I feel like the way he's played since he got paid, uh, ha, has made that contract worth it at least so far. I mean, I know people like to to dump on him and, and whatever, but he's gonna be an All NBA player this year. Like that that's going to happen. Like when whenever the All NBA teams come out, uh, the NBA doesn't let us know when these these awards are being yeah, being given. Stupid. But he'll be on he'll be on an All NBA team because he deserves it and and, and he and you know the the fact that he got there and he rose up to that level is is incredible um, and, and so his season this year has been great um, and the, this series I think he's been really good um, you know obviously the Bucks as a team haven't been good it's been more consistent uh, than Giannis the, the, yeah no he he's been good um, you know overall I'd probably say he's been the, the Bucks 
you know, maybe their best player this series. Uh, if you look at this, the, the, the level at which he's playing and the consistency, like you said, like, you know, there's an argument to be made there, especially after today. And so for him to be able to step up with Giannis out and, and be able to shoulder the load, um, you know, that is just another thing that he's done this season to show like, hey, like, you know what? I am more than capable as a high-level NBA player, and just, you know, you can't say enough good things about his performance today. Bucks beat the Heat tonight, uh, 118-115. Don't forget, you can continue to listen to more Bucks Heat Talk tomorrow morning with Ryan Horvath from 5 until 10 a.m., five hours of Ryan Horvath. Uh, and then Joe Zanzola in for Bill Michaels from 10 until 2, and Rami Makhlouf filling in for us on the Wendy's Big Show from 2 until 6 uh, tomorrow afternoon. Then the College Sports Show returns with Don Wachillis from 6 until 8 tomorrow night. So lots of Bucks talk tomorrow. The other thing about this game, too, is I felt the intensity level pick up when Giannis left, and I felt like the offense flowed a lot better after Giannis left. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that, you know, everybody, you know, played like their season was on the line. It's something that, you know, if you're watching the Bucks, I think you'd probably want to see earlier in the series uh, than what they had uh, today. Uh, but... You know, I, I think to their credit, you, you watch this game, and if, even if they lost, you, you could you could have said, you know what, like, they left it all out there. They played hard. They were getting on the floor for loose balls. Um, it wasn't always perfect, um, but you, you could tell they were out there, like, you know, busting their humps to try and win this game, uh, which I, I feel like if you're a fan, that, that's what you want to see, right? Um, so, you know, the, they think, I think they got their offense going a little bit. Obviously, Chris orchestrating at the front um, was, was doing pretty well. Brooke Lopez, you know, had a huge fourth quarter. Uh, I feel like that's going to be kind of, you know, forgotten about, you know, 10 points in the fourth quarter and really uh, helping them through when Middleton wasn't scoring. Um, you, know, you know, guys were able to find their spots and, and be patient and work together and all that. Stuff that they're going to need to do again in game five, whether or not Giannis plays. Yeah, absolutely right about that. I, and the other thing that I will say was uh, I was mortified that Dante DiVincenzo was the guy they decided to give the ball to in that situation. Mortified. And the fact that he made one of two was good enough for me at that point. But I literally was asking, okay, so who takes the shot here? I, I'm not quite sure how many people said Dante DiVincenzo at that point, but that's what ended up happening. Yeah, I mean, I think that that was all just drawn up to to get Chris into a spot he felt comfortable. And, you know, because of the way the defense collapsed on him, I think he made the right play. You know, Dante made a smart cut to, to kind of get open uh, and get to the rim. Uh, and, you know, he was obviously fortunate to, to pick up the foul and have a chance to, to win the game. Um, you know, and guys were, were pretty, you know, vocal in their praise of him and the way he had mental toughness. And Bledsoe was saying, hey, he's a national champion in college for a reason. You know, after he missed that first free throw, uh, you know, guys, you know, say now that they were confident he'd make the second one. And you know, I thought it was kind of a good look for the Bucks that, you know, after that, that, you know, one for two trip to the stripe, you know, they were all, you know, kind of patting him on the back. They were giving him encouragement, coming together. Um, that's the kind of stuff that the young guy, I mean, this is his first playoffs. It's, it's a kind of important stuff that, you know, you need somebody who's, you know, under contract to be with the team for a couple more years. Yeah, no question about it. He is Matt Velasquez. We will talk again on Tuesday. Who you got in that one? Bucks heat. Let's say Giannis doesn't play since he was in a walking boot tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I would expect Giannis doesn't play. Obviously, he's going to try and do everything in his power to play. Sure. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just get scared. There's going to be a Kevin Durant-like situation, and nobody wants that. Um, you know, so I, I think he won't play. I think I, I, I just don't know how the Bucks can keep this up. Obviously, they can prove me wrong, um, but we'll see what happens in Game 5. I'm telling you right now, if Chris Middleton comes out and throws up 40 in this next game and they win another one, there'll be a whole other level of discussion about Chris Middleton. 
Oh, absolutely. He He's definitely putting some respect on his name uh, if that happens. No question. He is Matt Velasquez. Thank you, sir. Enjoy the rest of your Labor Day weekend, what we have of it, and I'll talk to you Tuesday night. All right, sounds great. There he is, Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal. Send him read all of his fine stuff there. Follow him on Twitter as well. Take a quick time. I will come back from Bucks guard Eric Bledsoe. Hear what he had to say after the game. A Bucks victory, 118-115. I'm Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer. Sam Schmitz producing this show, Other Side of the Glass. And you, it's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios on The Fan. It is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer here with a 118-115 Bucks victory over the Miami Heat tonight. And they did it without Giannis. Giannis played only 11 minutes, played the first quarter, uh, went, scored 14 points in that first quarter, and then went out with an injury. If you weren't uh, listening earlier, uh, he was seen leaving uh, with a boot uh, on his ankle. That normally doesn't speak well of him tr- being able to play on Tuesday, but as has been pointed out by numerous people, if anybody will try to play on Tuesday, it will definitely be Giannis. So we'll see how this one shapes up on Tuesday. So if they have him, wonderful. If they don't have him, well, we'll see if Chris Milton can put on a show, uh, part two, on Tuesday night to try and get the Bucks to a game six at that point. And if he does, oh man. The narrative is going to completely change around Chris Middleton if he's able to put on another show like he did tonight coming up on Tuesday night. That is for sure. All right, here is Eric Bledsoe. He talked after the game. He played 40 minutes, 6 of 13 from the floor for him, 0 of 6 from 3, 2 of 3 from the free throw line, 14 points, 10 boards, 6 assists, a block, and 4 turnovers. You know, Bled, obviously it's it's nothing new to you to see Chris do what he did today, uh, but just what stood out to you about the way he uh, he carried you guys toward the end? Uh, he did an amazing job, man. It's nothing new for us, like you said, but um, the way he stepped up, you know, offensively for us, man, we he did what he's supposed to do. Now we got to uh, do it all over again, uh, game five. So I thought all of us fought, you know, on defense. Uh, as getting those loose balls, 50 50 balls, something we've been screaming all series. So we got to do it all over again. Eric, name. Uh, this Heat team has three wings in Crowder and Butler and Iguodala who might be among the very best in the league defensively. Just how impressed were you that Chris could kind of handle the beating that he had to take to get position, to then get a shot off uh, against all of those guys? Man, it's game, well, game four, man. We've been going through it for three games. Uh, we knew what we were expecting to come in the series. We knew there was going to be physical. Um, and I thought tonight we messed it. Uh, I left it all out there. For you, you got Butler there for a little while, either on a switch or just straight up matched up. What is your focus when you do get him? I got anybody. I got anybody. Um, you know, uh, that's my mentality. You know, um, you know, obviously Jimmy, you know, great sport. Uh, but we we'll ain't backing down for nobody. Uh, we just don't get ready, get prepared for game five, and you know, do the, try to do the same thing we did tonight. McGargy. What was the difference in the fourth quarter and overtime defensively? I'll giving up 40 points during the third quarter and then really turned it up the rest of the game. What changed? How were you able to kind of turn it on defensively? 
They're a great di- disciplined team. No matter if we go up or down, they're going to play the same way as what we got to do as well as the storm. You know, we know that Iran going to come. You know, it's all about how we're going to bounce back from and uh, stay poised. And I thought we did a great job of not getting too down when they did go on their run. We stayed in attack mode and, um, you know, got to the rim. Kane Pittman. Hey, Bled, uh, through the season, you've obviously had to go through stretches where you've played without Giannis, games without Giannis. But when you see him go down, particularly in this situation in game four where the season's on the line, it looked like the urgency from everyone sort of lifted. What What's going through your head when you see him on the ground again? I mean, obviously, he's the best player on our team. He's the leader of our team. You know, we need him. You know, but at the same time, next man up. And I thought uh, Dante did a great job stepping up West. You know, myself, Chris, uh, it was a team member, bro. Kyle, whoever got in, they did a great job of stepping up to the plate uh, and, you know, trying to, you know, help us, you know, will this win. There is Eric Bledsoe from after the game tonight. Bucks beat the Miami Heat 118-115. to 115. If you want to hop aboard, 414-799-1250. Jim in Chicago, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show after a Bucks victory to get them to a game five on Tuesday night. What's up? Hey, you know, this is the only opportunity we had was to win today to get to the five and yeah obviously we you know Giannis goes out and everybody held their breath and you know what listening to the whole show here all the callers and um yeah there was there was a different intensity level that got picked up when Giannis went out uh which was awesome to see so I mean at this point it, it's a matter of just take this game you know so let's just look at Tuesday and let's try to win Tuesday and that that's what our focus needs to be yeah, no question. You just got to figure out a way to win the next game to get to the next game on Thursday, one way or the other. Uh, and if they can play with that same type of intensity and that same type of ball movement on Tuesday, Jim, they will have a chance to win. No, I, I agree entirely. And, and an earlier caller pointed out it. you know, the Heat, they don't have, you know, three superstars. You know, they got Jimmy Butler, who's very good. And then you got Duncan and Hero, who tend to make a lot of threes. But it's not like they're superstars either. I mean, Tyler Hero was playing at Whitnell High School two years ago. Yep. You know, so it's it's not like, you know, we're playing LeBron and, and Davis and, you know, guys like that. Why not us? And you're right, 2020 has been crazy. So why not us? Yep, no question. If there's any year this is going to happen, it would be this year. That's for sure. Jim, enjoy the rest of your uh, Labor Day weekend down there in Chi-Town. That will do it for the Big and Save Pro Hoops post-game show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, 118-115, the Bucks victory. Up next, 5.30 tip coming up on Tuesday night. And we will be on the air right immediately following that one as well. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, Ryan Horvath, 5A to 10A here on The Fan. Joe Zanzola filling in for Bill Michaels from 10 until 2. And then Rami Makhlouf filling in on the big show from 2 until 6. That leads you up to the College Sports Show, making its season debut from 6 to 8 with Donald Chillis. Enjoy the rest of your nights. We'll join CBS Sports Radio in progress after we hear from Mike Clements. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.